Check one two. Unfortunately, it is not very hot. Worst or not, welcome to the cold snap. Uh, the coldest week that I have felt as an adult that I can remember. Uh, dun 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 dun. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul mouth jerk from out of town. Foul mouth. Fuck you, man. are now rocking with the worst ladies and gentlemen worst or nots of 18 and older hopefully uh yeah you are now rocking with the worst case scenario i am your host foul mouth jerk valio iglesias punani defranco mc onion the rap scallion elon muscular known to the ladies as a Name sugar cookie. Although I will say that I should probably uh, just stop using that silly Elon Muscular as he uh, achieves greater and greater unpopularity. Well, it makes it funnier, I guess. Uh, kind right. of. Like, yeah, like I'm the bigger, stronger, tougher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, with me as usual, the man you are hearing right now, uh, Adam Strange, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. Yo. Um, yeah, so I don't know what you want to talk about this week, but almost every single thing I have to talk about is about uh, people either being convicted or accused of crimes. Like a countdown of the worst songs of the year, except I, I don't know any songs from this year. I honestly don't. I couldn't tell you. I know Drake had some stuff. Um, I'm sure. That's, that's that's it. And so I know that, that Encanto had some soundtrack stuff that was in the top ten this year. The entire top ten, in my opinion, is uh, just the Black Thought I, and Danger Mouse album. I heard this one. Cheat okay. codes. Uh, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. And then the uh, the the rest of it is. Evil Note Lab and Foul Mouth Jerk, A Monster is Born. So go on Spotify and give us a follow. Also, uh, you know, go on wherever you listen to podcasts and rate, review, and give us like five stars for yeah. worst case scenario. And then, like, and then give me up. all the other podcasts one star. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck you, Joe. Oh, Rogan. yeah. Like downvote other people, upvote worst case scenario with Foul Mouth Jerk and Adam Strange. Not any of the worst case scenarios that came behind us because, as you know, ours yeah. was first. Yeah, fuck you, Serial. Uh, Who have you gotten out of jail this week? Yeah, I'm, I'm down with Serial. Oh, they got that guy out of jail. The guy from season two, he's free. No, season one. Oh, it's a season one. I don't. I didn't listen to either one of them. Syed Anon. Yeah. Yeah, Syed. Or no, Adnan Syed. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. That sounds like somewhere you go to stop taking something. (laughs) He's named after the rehab shit. All right, so, um... I don't even want to start with the weird shit or the, like, the basic shit. Like, Trump getting the, the four criminal referrals, which... I don't... I mean, I've I've said this for a long time, and it's not like some wise thing that I have, uh, you know, parceled out. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, I I doubt he's even getting charged, much less convicted of anything. What? Here's what I said. Doesn't matter how provable it is. They've proved it all already. Right around the um, Billy Bush bus incident Mm -hmm. when he said, grab him by the pussy. Mm -hmm. And every Democrat that understood political history Mm -hmm. was like, oh, nice, it's over. Yeah. It's done. He's not going to be president because yeah. he said he grabs women by their pussy. Mm-hmm. 
four days later, there's all these shirts at Trump rallies, big, big, big women wearing shirts that are like, he can grab my pussy, grab mm-hmm. my pussy, sir. Deep, deep, deep. And mm-hmm. so when that happened, he took that hit and then bounced right back. And then mm-hmm. every single Stormy Daniels, the Bergman, the Bergdorf rape, mm-hmm. everything he's done, it's fucking horrible. The, the charity, that doesn't even matter anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. When he first got in, they were like, oh, by the way, his charity, that's a scam. Mm-hmm. They're stealing money and then keeping it. Like, fuck you. That should have been, that should, that would have killed FDR or you taking him off the fucking map. Like, no, even before any of this started, the whole, his comment about like, yo, I could shoot a motherfucker yeah, on Fifth it, Avenue and it, nobody fucking, would care. What Mondale, not Mondale, Gary Hart, all he did was get on a boat with a chick and, and he could yeah, never he run He smashed, again. but. Yeah, but I mean, they proved. But it was consent. He was on a boat, you know, right. like just whatever. So I think what the Trump, the new thing, what they figured out is none of these things can kill him. Mm-mm. So what they got to do is have fucking every gay. Here comes one on Monday. Here's one on Thursday. Here's one on Saturday. And that's that's what they're doing now. Like every week there's like at least two or three things to to make him seem like a pitiful piece of shit. And like not even just here's a criminal reference, but then like here's him sitting alone in a room because nobody likes him. Right. Here's some embarrassing. Here's his NFT collection of fucking trading cards. It's still sold out in a day. We we covered that. Yeah, but yeah. There's a funny thing. There's an address because it's a sweepstakes. In Mm -hmm. America, you can't have a sweepstakes that you have to buy your way into because that's gambling. So sweepstakes have to be able to get a free ticket no matter what. And there's Mm -hmm. a sweepstakes to win a dinner at Mar-a-Lago. So... There's an address on their website that if you send an index card with your handwritten address on it, mm-hmm. they'll send you the email to where you get your, a free NFT from Trump. That's a good loophole so for a, them to do because they know nobody's doing that anymore. No, and it has to be an exact size index card. It can't be typed. Everything has to be a certain way. But it's um, No, they're like, yo, cut out six proofs of purchase from a General Mills mm-hmm. cereal box and then send them in. And then, you know, like they're just doing real 80s style shit that they know no one's going to do anymore. Yeah. Now, I love the idea of a Trump supporter trying to like somebody's like, oh, you bought a Trump card? Can I see it? And you're like, oh, wait. You mean I got to access it? Like, I can't imagine one of them following the directions in an email on how to go get an app and then download an NFT right, into it. In and then fairness, own it. But in fairness, now that I think about it, if they asked them to do some 80s type labor intensive, like handwrite something, then go to the post office yourself, that's his constituency. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Oh, but um, did you know that 85% of his NFTs were bought by one crypto wallet? That doesn't surprise me. So one bit. person, you know, bought them all. Um, that does not uh, surprise me. But that, even for but, a single but bit. that's the thing is, even selling out, that was still embarrassing. Like even his, you know, a lot of people on TV start, were were like, mm, let's not talk about that. The fact that the day that the NFTs came out, mm-hmm. if you searched Trump NFTs, Trump trading cards, mm-hmm. you would get two stories on CNN, three on MSNBC. Four on Washington Post, but there were none on Fox. There were none on New York Post. They didn't even fucking mention it. Yeah, because New York Post is against him now, and they were still like, "Nah, no, we're not." Right, because it's it's a, it's a um, Rupert Murdoch situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, this is the thing: none of them are against him because of the rapey stuff, the oh, sexual no. assault stuff, or even not even for the January six shit, or for you know the fake elector scam or you know any of the trying to just like literally overthrow the government thing they're all just against him like anyone who's jumping off the boat with him it's it's simply because they're like yo 
he he keeps losing elections for us. That too. That's and, all they care about. And they can't control him. That's a big one. Like Rupert Murdoch doesn't want to fuck with nobody that you know talks down to him. Mm-hmm. Like he gets these meetings where he'll sit in a secret room alone with you, and he's like, "Here's what we're gonna do." Not the other way around. And Trump apparently was like, here's what we're going to do. And that apparently like ruffled the fuck out of Murdoch early. Something I learned from a documentary. Yeah, no, it's the same way as what we talked is, about when fucking Kanye sat in the room and was like, hey, Trump, you're going to be my vice president. And that ruffled his fucking feathers. Now, I didn't know this, but before Trump ran, way before Trump ran, Jared and Ivanka, mm-hmm. good friends with um, the fucking, I forget his name, Lachlan. Lachlan Murdoch. New York... He helped um, Jared get the newspaper that he owns or okay. whatever. Like I don't even know. I didn't know that he owned it. Well, okay, Jared, you know, dad went to jail. Mm-hmm. He had the real estate company. He bought, right. he had sold most of their New Jersey properties. Mm-hmm. They have, um, they still own a lot of. Good, get out of here. Get out of here. Shitty apartment buildings. Like mm-hmm. shitty, shitty apartment buildings. So they sold a bunch of those to buy me? this prestigious New York building. That's I know the address is 666, but I'm not sure what happened. It's a, I think it's like a park. It's a famous building, but yeah, apparently that building's losing money. So they used, they leveraged. Of course, you bought the devil's skyscraper? The, the, and you think it's going to make money? Leverage the uh, equity actually, on that. Probably it was a safe bet. To buy a newspaper so he could start running stories about how the Kushners weren't actually a bunch of dumb dicks. And that mm. was in Lachlan. That, that was the Murdochs were like, oh, don't you know? Dummy, you got to buy a newspaper. That's what we do. That way we can tell everybody how cool we are. You control the narrative. And so that's, and so when that was happening, Jared and Ivanka and Lachlan and his wife were having dinner all the time where they devised a little idea they had to get their dads together mm-hmm. and maybe get their dad a new job. And basically Ivanka. Like jail and, dad and newspaper dad no, get together? No, Rupert Murdoch and Trump. It, oh, they were tr- basically it, Ivanka, far Ivanka had a lot more to do with Trump being president than people know. And apparently the idea began with her and she thought it could work because Lachlan was helping was pushing her towards it. So like, right. She's like, yo, if Rupert can get Ed Koch mm-hmm. elected in 1980, mm-hmm. then he can get my dad elected. That's... There was there was a big part of the documentary about that. Everybody was like, nobody believed Koch could win. Nobody thought he there shouldn't was, have been able no. to win. He looked like Frank Perdue. Remember Frank Perdue, the chicken man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he looked like if it, like if Frank Perdue had fucked one of his own chickens and then someone plucked the feathers off, that's what Ed Koch looks like. Did you know that that Perdue guy... How am I doing? The Perdue guy and his son were busted working with the Gambinos, bringing in chickens full of cocaine. No way. The, the people that do Sweet and Low, the Sweet and Low family that also does Sugar in the Raw... Uh-huh. Shares a huge warehouse with um, the Purdue, Purdue in Brooklyn, okay. and at one point, you mean shares or shared? Shared. I don't know if they still do. At know. the they, time, they owned a warehouse together, mm. but the Gambinos were telling them what the fuck to do. And apparently, the way it was described in the book was like, "You don't really. I don't know if you all know how New York worked in the seventies, but mm. there's these guys, and once they showed up, you don't really get to make choices anymore. Mm. Like, even if you don't work with them, you're going to work with them, or you're all dead. Mm. Your whole family. If so, you dealt with like." Shipping, warehousing, any of that stuff. Uh, but the Sweet and Low guys were like, fuck that, I'll talk. Let's get, put me on the stand. And that the Purdue people were like, I ain't saying nothing. And that the Purdue people brought it. Like, they were already doing it and were like, oh, you want me to help you pay your rent over here, Sweet and Low guy? Mm. You got this powder you're bringing in? We got an idea. And so, wait, they were bringing in Yola in, in Sweet and Low packets? No, no, I'm sure. And then stuffing those up well, chicken butts? Well, you got to imagine they had... They probably didn't get their sweet and low in packs. Is that where the term they, comes from? They, like, yo, guess what? 
Chicken butt. Probably. It's a it's a cocaine reference. No. No, wait, so explain this to me. No, they, they were they were shipping in and out of the country and they would just throw shit in their containers. You know, okay, but, in the containers, not, low, not literally plugged now, up in the chickens. Now, what made Sweet and Low an actually big deal, like the family that ran it for so long, mm-hmm. is they invented the sugar packet. Before them, there was one guy who was a waiter in New York, and mm-hmm. he thought it was disgusting that everybody would stir their coffee with the sugar and then put the spoon back in the bowl. Now, at the time, his wife worked at a teabag factory, and he started thinking about, like, hmm. You know, and, like, he basically got the idea to use a teabag folding machine and paper and make these little sugar packets, and then he went to every New York restaurant like, look, no more sugar bowl. You just put these on the table. Did he also invent the term teabagging? No. I'm sure that was already happening by then. By the 70s? Yeah. No, that guy did that. What do you think, the gay community? I don't know. But he, he patented the packet like the, the, the paper packet for sugar, and then every other sugar company had to pay him if they wanted to use paper packets. Which is such, that's well, such a rip because yeah. he stole it from the fucking yeah. tea community. Yeah. Well, yeah. But theirs was one you you know theirs was different. It, it was just similar. It's not. Yeah. It's not really. No staple. No um. No string. It doesn't go in the water. Oh my god. No, I know. I know. You re- you know what? Uh, you're really going out on a limb to stick and, up for this asshole. Hey, he his other idea was tubes like straws, like a tube of paper instead, and he went with. Also, the he didn't invent that. Pixie sticks invented that. This is pre-Pixie, yo. This is like no 30s, way. 40s. I bet you Pixie sticks but fucking. Then, Second generation. Google that. There was like a whole bunch of them. Or third generation, and they all wanted in on the company, but there was too many of them to all get jobs. Mm-hmm. So one of them was like, fuck this, I'm going to college. And he basically went to chemistry school and was like, I'm going to figure out another sugar. And he invented Sweet and Low. It's pretty weird. I don't, but, but I don't congratulate him for that no. because it started a spiral that like ends us at... And then Nutrisweet it, like, it, is in the book too. like. It, yeah, Nutri-Seed, all of it, it just, but then it gets us all the way to Olestra, which is potato chips that make you leak out of and, anal leakage. And the funniest part of that story. The road was, to anal leakage begins at Nutri-Seed, and we already fucking went through the Nutri-Seed. It's from Cabbage Patch Kids. It's what, the adrenochrome. When I was reading that book, all of a sudden, like, there's a Nutri-Seed. It's the next chapter, and it starts off with, like, you know, I hate Monsanto, and I hate Donald Rumsfeld. And I'm just like, What? I'm going to love this chapter. I don't even know what this is talking about. And then apparently Monsanto invented NutraSuite and Donald Rumsfeld was their main attorney for about None of 15 that years me. before he went into politics and shit. You know, he was with Nixon and then Monsanto and then back with Bush. And I just, I just, yeah, and they all go back and forth to nefarious bullshit. Like none of it. It's just it, it's like a character basis. It's not like uh coincidence or anything it's like oh you did this one nefarious thing and then coincidentally did some other nefarious thing it's like yeah. no that's your vibe that's what yeah. you do and you're like oh does it make money and is it fucked have you seen the um hey pepsi where's my jet documentary yet no there's a funny scene where just like they're doing the story doing and this isn't a spoiler it's a little bit but not really you're the king this of spoilers kill, just go for kill it, it. at this point right, they're still listening right in the middle they're like and we couldn't do anything and then you know, we needed to get a new lawyer, a lawyer that knew what they were doing when it came to dealing with corporations. Mm-hmm. And then I heard about this guy, Michael Avanti, and then it flashes to Michael Avanti. Like, Avenatti? Avenatti right now, you know, yeah. like short hair and prisoned. And he's just like, it just flashes to him and he goes, plot twist. And I'm just like, nice. Wait, it's, is this new? It's okay. A kid back in the eight, 90s, there was like Pepsi points. And at the end of the commercial, they were mm-hmm. like, 
you know, nine million Pepsi points, a Learjet, and then the guy like, I remember, okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I've heard about down this, in it, yeah. And the kid was like, there was some catalog he got where it was like, oh, well, if you don't have enough points, you can buy them for ten cents. And he was like, oh shit, so I can just give them one point, you know, three hundred thousand dollars, and they owe me a twenty a million dollar jet. Right. And before he did it, all this lawyer stuff, where he called the Pentagon and was like, can I buy a Learjet? And they were like, well, technically yes. You would have to buy them in, in a batch of six mm-hmm. and no weapons. Wait, a batch of six and it's not Learjets? A, no, a Harrier, not a Lear. The oh, a Harrier jet. Down. Yeah, yeah, and like, That's way different than a Learjet. So, yeah, you just made that different. So then when he gets it, you know, when he, when not gets it, but once he gives them the money, he's got lawyers, he, make, he makes a corporation yeah, to get but this like, jet. And his whole idea Pepsi is he's going to do was, air shows. Right, but Pepsi was like, it was supposed to be a joke that like yep. they showed a that Learjet that had you it. could get it with like... Camel Cash and with their version had, of Marble Miles. And if it wasn't real in the commercial, yeah. it should have had a disclaimer. Right. And it didn't. And so he sends that in, and they all joke about it. And then his lawyer calls a month later to Pepsi like, hey, so what's, what's up with the jet? You know, we, we're contractually obligated here. And they're like, oh, what? No, that's not happening. And they make a meeting with him when they're like, we'll give you 100000 right now. He's just like, it costs 300000 to buy this jet. Yeah. So why don't you just give me my jet, and then I'll get out of here. And then the whole meeting, like, we'll give you a million. I'm going to need my jet. And so he, he never backed down. And Pepsi sues him. They're, they're cross-suing each other back and forth. And Pepsi changes the ad. They put another zero in there. So it's like, you know, 300, whatever. They add another right, another zero right. to it. And then they add, there is no jet. This is a joke. We're not saying seriously to that. Right, but, but only after that, the fact. But when they added that, his lawyer was like, they're fucked. That's proof right there. They just proved that they knew they fucked up. And so he, they could have got it, and they never got it. Then the Pentagon guy that actually he got the quote from mm-hmm. comes out in a news conference one day at the White House out of nowhere and just is like, Harrier jets are not available to the public. No one can buy one of these. This is not a thing we sell. And he was like, I you, – you sent a letter, dude. You know, like, I have your letter saying you can. So, like, somebody from Pepsi was like – called the fucking head of the Pentagon was like, well, let me make ask, a statement? Let me ask you this. Do, do they go into at all where Pepsi got a Harrier jet to put it in the commercial for in the first place? It was fake. It was like a... It, it wasn't a real one. It was just like a... There was no CGI back then. Green screen. It wasn't There was no good. green screen back there then. There was... Bewitched had green screen, bro. She would go... And she would snap, move her nose, and then something that would come on. Crazy. No, she would wiggle her nose. They that wiggle her nose. They, they've been doing green screen on the weather since we were fucking born. Mm, not they, born, They got a but fake okay. plastic one, and they had a, a crane lower it then. It's just basically four seconds of it comes in, and then a kid, like, parks it at a school and I then gives cl- you a I can tell up. you're clearly bullshitting me. But you, I, I, I will take it. you at your word that it wasn't real. I just, I don't know. I feel like well, no one in the military was showing up like, hey, Pepsi, you can't advertise giving away one of our jets. Yeah. Neat thing. Neat thing. I think that most of It's people, a very cutting-edge technology for the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they still are. Not Nobody has jets that go straight up. Yeah, VTOL is what they call it. They don't make yeah, those anymore. I, I saw recently we, they stopped producing Harriers and they started making a new one. Yeah, I don't think it's super feasible. But they got the other ones that have like the little helicopter things inside the wings. If you've got ships with guns. And also, they have Ospreys, if, which are super weird. One but, of them flew over my house one time. But the thing is, stop. Don't don't even put cockpits in them anymore. Why would you even do that? Like fucking robots rain fire from the sky is the scariest thing you can say to anyone. 
We have the technology. It, There's no reason to put a human near a battlefield it, anymore. No, it, okay. And when but, those Terminators climb the hill and start shooting at you, the robot dogs with bees in their mouth. That's, but that's what they are. Those drones are just flying Terminators. Mm-hmm. Remember in the movie, Hunter Killers. Yeah. And also, Hunter Killers, by the way, are VTOL. They fucking have the propellers that are, and the jets that allow yeah. them to move up and down like a Harrier. Yeah. So this does all connect. Yeah. Um, and no, I don't think that you should make every piece of weaponry just because you can make a a robot. Well, I'm not going do it. No, like there should be human accountability in things. Yeah, yeah but you're yeah you're at the video game deck in um, New Mexico. Mm, and you're like nope, pew, pew, still pew, pew, still pew, pew, not pew. cool. It's still no, not none cool of it. No, this. war is not cool. No, you not know, at all. But it's, prolonging it's it by sending two guys to wrestle in the mud when they could just have robots have a mech battle. Nope, nope. I think two guys should wrestle in the mud because if Sex. I mean, I've always, or I mean, it I'm could kidding. be I'm two words or whoever. But I'm just saying that the minute you take the grotesquity of grotesqueness of humanity out of it, like you know what I mean, like. The minute that guns were invented and you could stand like 10 or 15 feet away from somebody and shoot him and be like, he's dead now. And you didn't have to just stab a motherfucker and like gut him up. Like you remember like in um, gangs in New York, right? Like when you see and you like when you stab a motherfucker in his stomach and you repeatedly do it. I can't imagine, like, it probably smells gross. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels... And why isn't like, that guy, like, biting you in the face? That's like, no, but Joking. all of it, and probably he is. Now, like, so- the humanity involved in having to gore a human being in order to kill them and, and, and conquer and take their shit. So David that- and Goliath was an, was an unhonorable death? Because he did it with a slingshot. Because he's slingshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like pioneered gun technology without gunpowder. But this is my point. Bro, I'm is pro projectile. If you have, if you have to suffer the humanity and like watch the light go out in somebody's eyes and see, smell, and taste what murder is, I'm not saying that. Everybody will dislike it, but I'm just saying that I think that that is uh, a much more realistic portrayal of what you're doing to someone. When you can stand away and not just 10 feet away with a gun, but thousands of miles away with a drone, like people will do far more heinous shit that way than they would if they had to just stab someone. But they already do because the commander is nowhere near there. The guy that tells that them to keep going, true. you know, doesn't know absolutely how the true. mud smells. Apparently in Ukraine right now, the Russians, like a, a lot of Russians are surrendering. You know, apparently, like, I forget the number, but battalions, mm-hmm. you know. But the Ukrainians set up this website, apparently, in Russian, in that's like, how to get out of here. You know, how, how can we get you out of here safely in all Russian to be like, wow. here, here's how you can surrender. We can get you into Lithuania. We can get you out of Ukraine right now and you'll be safe until this thing's over and they have like a whole pipeline and apparently have they said how effective that is how many hundreds of thousands of hits a day like from the battlefield dudes are on their phone like hey i found a site you know here's what we got to do i don't find that surprising because you know that but that's never been a thing right never been the other armies like come this way right but also the the draft that russia instituted Mm -hmm. um 
was very backdoor from what I understand. I've listened to a lot of programs about it. And, you know, there's been hundreds of thousands of people in Russia that just left the yeah, country because yeah, they're like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with in it. In three days. Before they even got drafted. 120 just split. Like the amount that they were trying to get. We're yeah. like, we'll be in Kazbekaj or whatever. Yeah, Uzbekistan, wherever. And I'll, just, I'll be not here. Um, no, Poland but had to be so, like, no more. We can't take any more adults. So you men. have to imagine that people that did get conscripted and are not with it, uh, if they were like, yo, there's an app for that. Like, if there was like an Uber to get you the fuck out of a war. Oh, yeah. I don't. I'm definitely up in there. I'd be like, I don't even care what it costs. And it's free there. You know what they're doing is. I don't know what the coward's way out Uber would be called. Like. <laughs> Cower. You know, cower. Yeah. CWR. Cowber. <laughs> but, uh, you yeah, know. CWRD. It would, yeah, it would definitely be coward without the vowels. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that just sounds mean. Because it's not. It's, it's honestly. Honestly. Brave as fuck. Like, the coward's thing to do is just sit there and get blown up and just fucking be a don't like. It's not cowardly to like. It's a lot harder, I would say, to go through a battle and out the other side than to sit there and just fight because there's no no. But I also, I honestly don't consider like you can call me a coward when I take that. But guess what? If my feelings are hurt, I'm alive to have feelings. Yeah. So fuck that shit. And also, most of those motherfuckers did not sign up for the shit they were not asked yeah. and it's and it's genius if that thing is working if that's a real thing that you're talking about it doesn't feel like oh, it it's is. a real thing oh definitely it 100 percent. they set it up like at the beginning of the war thinking it would have more hits and it, it took like six months before it actually kicked off and got around like word spread in russia but they apparently the ukrainians put stickers and signs everywhere that are like in russian like you want to get out of here and with, with you know like a qr code or whatever like come to the site that's dope. Except for just the fatal flaw that I imagine, and I have no like real basis or proof for this, but I just feel like Russian cell phones are probably bogus as fuck. They're like very Metro PCS and like like they're still using flip phones that yeah. don't know how to read QR codes and kind of shit. You know what I mean? So everybody's got eBay. That would be the fatal flaw. But honestly, yeah, like I. But I also. Um, I saw a thing on the news today about they said that a a drunk soldier had beaten his officer to death oh, yeah. over uh you know the fuck conditions. Yeah, no there's there. there's one I see I I watch these on YouTube so I see them like, a lot. Beat him to death and is crazy. This guy, he's got a YouTube channel that was called The Russian Dude and mm. now it's The Canadian Dude. You know, and he's just like No way. It's is that guy or yeah, no well he's if you watch it he's still in russia uh-huh. but he's like has a canadian flag behind him and he's like yes i am broadcasting from canada because you cannot, <laughs> not, it's not legal to upload to youtube so i said i you know he's, he basically has a, a cousin in canada he emails to that is amazing but he plays everything he's like here's everything that happened today but he has a lot of these shits that are like the convicts Here's what the convicts have done. Because it was like all these people that they were just emptied the prisons and were like, who wants to go to war? And they were like, well, I can probably escape that better than this, you know? Right. So tons of them have been like, oh, they, dude, who's in charge? Think about that. that they let you out of the prison. You're like, I'm going to the front lines. And then you just QR code a fucking Uber, the coward app, and you're just fucking ghost. Or even before that, they're like, okay, those two guys, they're the ones in charge. Now, here's your gun. <laughs> you're like, oh, Pop. hey, um, Dimitri, come here. I got this idea. Let's kill those two guys and get the ah, fuck out of here. They definitely. got a Jeep. And that's that is nonstop. 
That's fantastic. But I mean, no, I mean, it's a lot of human suffering. Horrible. And also, uh, we are now once again talking about people uh, fighting a war in the Russian front lines in the winter. Yeah. That's like, you know, I thought this cold snap that we were experiencing was awful, but holy shit. And they're also bombing, like, power plants and yeah, shit. But apparently... Like, that's fucked up. It's, it's easier to... It's better to drive your big army vehicles in the ice than it is on the mud, from what I understand. Like, th- that the Russians... That would make sense ...have a to chance me. to advance right I'm now. Not, I'm not a military tactician, but I feel like... That just has that has a truthiness. Well, Ice nine. I mean, that it. was the whole point of Cat's Cradle was that the Marines were sick and tired of all this fucking mud. Everywhere mm-hmm. they go, there's fucking mud. Can you please invent something that can turn the mud hard? And the guy invents Ice nine. But if it touches any water, all the water on the planet will turn hard. Have you? Um, I meant to look this up earlier, but the whole cloud seeding thing. Salt. Is that real? Yeah. You put salt in a cloud, it starts breaking up, and then the water falls. Not a lot of salt. You're not getting salty water here, but it's just like if you put salt on, like, some ice. Right, you know? but if you put it in a cloud, like, you can create thunderstorms? If you put ice or salt in a cloud, some, some it'll uh-huh. make the ice crystals turn into water. They'll fall from the sky. That's it. It's not. I don't think it's going to thunder up. I think you need magnetic and heat and cold you need like hot and cold okay i was listening to this thing the other day and it was claiming but it could make make it colder if the water the rain happened if it was a warm day and it happened it, it could fuck just, with the weather a little bit yeah no that just all has like harp vibes you know what i'm talking about like the weather control device yeah. which by the way i seen that cobra invented that shit in like 84 on gi joe like the whole harp vibe um and, and it, i just if it worked we'd all be speaking snake right now and right and i just don't i i just they were talking about it like it was very real and they were like oh that's how they made it rain during the um olympics in china or whatever and uh I meant to look into it. I didn't mean to talk about it on the show. I was just like, God, that that feels science fiction-y. Yeah, there's not a way to control the weather. To, right, to control it, but, like, making it rain outside of the titty bar context, like, I, the way they explain it, like, oh, yeah, you see the clouds. Oh, I mean, yeah, if, if there's clouds, that's the thing is, you know, you got fields and it's clear sky, mm. you ain't getting no rain. You know, you right. there have to be clouds up there low enough for, uh, you know, the bi-wing crop duster, there, you know, or the, the, you know, the, the small, they're not going that high up. Mm-hmm. It being um, so close to Christmas, mm-hmm. I saw this really hilarious thing just now that I can't believe I hadn't seen until now. Okay. Christmas songs, horrible, mm. annoying Christmas songs. Hate Christmas music. There's like five Christmas songs that are worth listening to. The Pogues one, and uh, yes, pretty much it. Uh, the Pogues, Run the Fairy DMC. Tale of New York, Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis, um, Players Ball by Outkast, yeah, yeah, Backdoor Santa by uh, Clarence Carter. Now, okay, do you know? I don't know. Last Christmas by Wham. It sounds yeah. familiar, Wham, yeah, having a Christmas song. Last oh, oh, Christmas, oh. I gave you my heart. Okay, now I am I am on with this campaign. There's a couple. They're called the Mazzettis, okay? Mm-hmm. The girl, when she was in her 20s, the woman, she worked at a cafe. The owner had a Christmas CD. That song was on it twice. It played all day mm-hmm. for two Christmases. Mm-hmm. She hates that fucking song. I can, I can so, relate. 
one day, her and her. Although, as Christmas songs go, I will say that, that it's not on my, like, list Mariah of dope Carey. Christmas songs. But it's also, it's like, if it plays, I'm not like, oh, uh, Run Run Rudolph by, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, fucking yeah. Run Run Rudolph is also, like, in, in the good pile. Uh, today, we were driving, and I saw Mommy, Chuck Berry. Mommy Kissing Santa Claus came on. Don't uh, like it. And she, Fiona was like, hey. What, what are you talking about? You're talking about, what is that, Mommy kissing Santa Claus? <laughs> and they they going to tell Daddy? And I was like, uh, yeah, that's what the song's about. It's like, Santa Claus don't kiss people. And I was like, it is pretty much the premiere song about uh, Christmas cuckolding. Yeah. Is what that song is about. And the fact that your daughter recognized it and had a moral objection. Yeah, pretty yeah, good for you. She's ahead of her time. I was like, hey, Santa gets to eat the cookies, honey. Apparently he gets the the cookie. Okay, the Mazzettis, it's a the couple. The husband also hates the song, and one Christmas they were joking around like, "How much would you pay to just make that song not exist anymore?" And just jokingly, them and their friends all like were like, "Should I put twenty grand on that? And I'll put ten grand on it." And they were like, "Hmm, how do you do that?" Well, you buy the rights to the song. So they started looking oh, into it. Oh, this is back to a publishing argument. And they, they looked into it. We talk about publishing a lot. And they started a GoFundMe or like a whatever, some kind of one of Go those. Go fuck me. Yeah. yeah. And they've raised 51000 so far, but it's $15 million. Their plan is to buy Last Christmas and destroy it. They have a, um, what do you call the it? The Wham song, Last Christmas. I thought you were saying, uh, I saw Daddy Kissing Mommy. Sam. No, this is the, the Wham. They, the couple set their goal. At $15 million, and they've already contacted a nuclear waste site in Finland that will destroy it forever. So if they get the masters, they're going to, which it doesn't matter because people have It's on the internet. Motherfuckers are going to still. Yo, also, it's fucking George Michael. Like, sure, Andrew Ridgely doesn't have the money to mount a defense against that. But uh, fucking George Michael, he might not give a fuck. He's dead. He died. Wait, George Michael's yeah. dead? Four or five years ago, yep. Yep. When did George Michael die? Four uh-huh. or five years ago? Yep. Fatty liver. I, I know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. For some reason, it came up a couple like a week ago. He had a fatty liver. How did I not notice that? I was a, I, I like George Michael. Yeah. Yeah, I am a George Michael fan. I was wondering if Andrew Ridgely stayed in music. What did he do? He Do we know? Well, I mean... Did he, Wham make him enough to retire? I wouldn't. It only had a couple songs, but a Christmas song will keep paying year after year. Year after year. You know, that's the thing about Christmas music. Like, it's a smart move. Google it real quick. See if Andrew Ridgely's alive. Oh, actually, um, I, I already have a page open. I I looked it up a few weeks ago. Uh, I just, uh, that, how did I not notice that George Michael died a bunch of years ago? That's, wait, did he die in 2017? When like every yeah, I think like so. when like Bowie and Prince and fucking um, Andrew Ridgely is an English singer, songwriter, musician, and record producer. So he must not have done anything. And record else. producer, best known for his work in the eighties in the musical duo Wham. I <laughs> like right, but a lot of times like that's best known. The lesser known, like people think like Loggins and Messina, and they think like oh Kenny Loggins, big deal. But it's like Joe Messina was one of the Funk Brothers. He was like I think the only white dude, maybe not the only, but <laughs> one of the only white dudes involved in the Motown sound. He was known for his drunken party animal behavior at nightclubs, and the British tabloids referred to him as Animal Andy and Randy Andy. 
He was okay. That's low hanging fruit, but was, okay. It's too. He was officially ordered to leave the official party at the end of the Live Aid concert for his wild behavior. Somebody, that is extra uh, because Freddie Mercury asked, "We got you the fuck out of here." Uh, no, and that's that's extra, extra. But I also like you remember George Michael got arrested multiple times for uh, blowing dudes in public men's rooms, mm-hmm. like strangers in public men's rooms so like if if you're getting andrew ridgely out the paint and fucking uh george michael can still cook you're you're definitely doing a lot yeah a lot now he had after wham he had a solo album called son of albert mm-hmm. with his brother paul ridgely who was the percussionist for banana rama he played he's, he played drums on on his album. Banana Starting Rama. to feel like you know a conspiracy theory. Like he had a single. It's all interconnected. It looks like he he um he actually tried to be a Formula One racer. Didn't work out. Holy shit! He moved to LA. That is a hard left to be a Formula One racer. It didn't work out. Moved back to England. He made that album because because of the Wham breakup. CBS had a uh, George Michael and him both had a solo deal, mm-hmm. and so. He, you know, he basically was like, you said you'd make it. You have to make it. But he never did anything else. It doesn't seem like it looks like he lived on the wham money. But he was. a. I mean, yo, was, wham money might have been pretty big. He was a, a guest. He was he was on a show called Fantasy Football League in 94. OK, but I'm just saying that, like, granted, like George Michael's career expands way, way larger than Wham. But he, the it, Wham songs like Careless Whisper and shit like that, like those were big, big songs. Since 82. And even Last Christmas is a big fucking song. Originally has amassed at least 10 million pounds from sales and royalties of Wham albums. Much of his income is from the 1984 single Careless Whisper, what which I has say. sold 6 million copies worldwide. And as of 2020, he was... 6 a, million was the 37th That's not even that much. That like, I would expect it to be a lot more than that. 37th best-selling single of all time in the UK. 37th. That's that's fantastic, He's, but also he still receives thousands of pounds a year from his careless whisper royalties. Right, but then also um what you call it? Um fucking set adrift on memory bliss of you yeah uh that's that's off of a fucking wham single you think he isn't it you think it's still no that's spandale ballet yeah nice yeah i like that. sorry i peeled myself back on yeah. that one that's a pretty cutty band of reference it is that that era i now, do remember spandale he, ballet. he did he did appear in the movie last christmas a 2019 christmas movie featuring many wham songs oh so it's it's like Someone made a musical, a Christmas musical, off of a bunch of Wham songs? Yes. And that's probably the exact reason that Candace Cameron, whatever, Uh decided to leave the Hallmark Channel and start her own not-gay Christmas movie network. Do you you know about that? I think it's the American Film Channel or something. She's she's starting a new channel and is like, we're going to do exactly what I was doing at Hallmark. Don't worry. The same Hallmark movies. But ours are going to be, you know... For traditional, less less risque it's for traditional than the Hallmark. Families. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna be traditional families. So all these Hallmark actors came out and were like, "Fuck you, 
fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Like, straight up, all over Twitter, like, no, Cameron, I know we were friends, fuck you. Then the girl on Full House, you know. Kimmy Gimbler. Yeah. She came out and was like, yeah, I'm just going to have to, I didn't want to do this, but here we go. You know, it was just like, bigotry is wrong. All the way around, and then she was even like, and then JoJo Siwa, whoever the fuck that, you know, that little dancer. Oh, wait, that's, she went out on a on a limb and was like, uh, she was like, I haven't worked in 20 years wrong. until this Full House job came. I haven't worked since the last Full House, and now I finally got a job on Full House again, and I'm about to tell the, the only reason we have this show to go fuck themselves. Right, but I mean... You know, like yeah, like but like Pusha left Kanye in a very easy. You know, he he didn't dis, disavow anything Kanye said. He was just like, we have different ideas. Wait, Push came out and said something. Push said, I no longer am the president of Good Music. I my 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 contract that I had has mm-hmm. has gone back to Def Jam, and now I am working with Def Jam. Really, and, and King Push. Did my that. albums are Def Jam albums. Me and Kanye are still friends. We still talk. We've had arguments many times, and we disagree about many things. You know, he works with Drake sometimes, and I don't want him to. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We're we're we're, we're still, you know, we're, he didn't he didn't diss him in any way. It was just like I'm stepping away. I'm a different guy. But so he honestly, out of all of them, he had the it was just a really good way to do it. Of just like I still need this money. Please keep buying my records. They're really good. I swear I'll make it good. I didn't need Kanye. Kanye needed me. No, King Push, for for my money, he he seems almost bulletproof, and I love it, man. Well, thank you. Look, I'm a Pusher fan. Before the Neptunes were the Neptunes, they were fucking making... They were were making clips albums. And they were making little shitty tapes. Absolutely. Yo, like, everyone that Push works with, you know... It's a uh, chicken and the egg of like who's the big deal here, and I don't even give a fuck who's the big deal. I just want to hear those hot king push bars. His name is his name, bro. The, the craziest thing is that I don't know if you've noticed in any news feed is Kanye's gone. Like, I don't. I think it was right around the time that the Elon story started coming out every mm-hmm. single ten seconds. But like, you have to search Kanye in your news to read about what's going on with Kanye and for about for the last three week weeks or so yeah three weeks solid it was just Two like weeks, yeah. here's what he said on this podcast here's 17 stories about what he said on that podcast Kanye hey have you heard about this Kanye this little his Adidas now it's just like nope we're right not even nah. gonna fucking talk about him they may have worn him the fuck out and maybe now they're on to like getting back to like oh Trump's charged with this and then also with the new you know the january 6th committee is like oh we're putting out the paper on it and what's weird is and i guess it's not really weird it's it's predictable but like if you look at the news right now they're basically just like Oh, and did you know he tried to, like, offer pardons and uh, blanket pardons and do this and that and a third? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. Did you watch the hearings? They said all that shit. Like, and then uh, now they put in writing that uh, Cassidy Hutchinson said this, that, and a third. And you're like, yeah, no, I saw that. And thing. But they keep trying to sell it, like, repackage it like well, it's know, brand new. You know that meme? That's got Bobby Hill, and he's holding a piece of paper up at a classroom oh. in one frame, and then the next picture, it's like the principal talking to him, and that's what I see where it's like he's holding up like January six transcripts, mm. and then the room is like full of Republicans, and then the teachers out there like, look, if any of them could read, they'd be very upset with you. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it is. They don't give a fuck. It's never gonna January six is never gonna matter. 
that you know it's Castle Cass, not even her Hope Hicks oh. actually said he knew he lost yeah he told me he knew he lost three days before January 6th he knew he lost that's the bottom line right. that's the big takeaway that fucker was lying he was Is lying that in, but Hope Hicks didn't testify in the she, she said she, she testified she talked she did she didn't talk a lot but she testified yeah, her and Ivanka were both ones that were um they came but they weren't very forthcoming right. and then that's then it came out that Hutchison was like yeah because his lawyer told us not to say anything right this lawyer said you don't have to recall anything right he, she told me that and then he was like oh, I didn't I don't know what you're talking about uh, and then his firm was like oh, he don't work here no more that that the next day that dude had his yeah they title scrubbed, scrubbed off the him off that yeah the the Cassidy, Cassidy Hutchinson's lawyer definitely is getting cooked and that's that's how uh, you know somebody especially in the law did something wrong like if the other lawyers are like get his name off the building yep that means they know you know scrub it there's no. a reason. He's the cleaner. Because there's like, a bunch of them. They just let hang out. They're like, it sounds bad, but it's fine. Eastman, you can keep your name on the building. No. Not East, anymore. No. Okay. You want to talk about people I think are getting cooked? Hmm. Here's what I think. Like, earlier when we were saying, like, is Trump actually going to get prosecuted? No, I don't think so. No. I think Eastman is fucking cooked. Uh, I think that uh, Jeffrey Clark, the guy who tried to get himself installed as the uh yeah, the head of the guy. doj yeah. i think he's cooked uh they just have t- way too many fingerprints and not enough status i think those guys are roasted i think the rudy. every you think rudy's getting roasted i don't think so he already i don't think so he he already is like number one. No, he's he's going to be a laughing stock. No, I'd say, he already is a laughing. No, if stock, it wasn't for but, the election, okay, right? If he had just sat the election out, he would still be getting like corporate jobs. Like corporate guys would be like, "Oh, Giuliani, mm-hmm. he was the mayor. Give him the job." Now yeah. they're like, "Did you see the Four Seasons?" Like, there's no way. Like he's yeah, a joke the, now. But the melting. I don't yeah, think he's a complete joke. They guy. didn't all understand that, and they do now. And he's already like, he's lost two cases where he can't do law in dc anymore no he's lost his, his license in new york okay so he still has it some places but he hasn't in t- some place somewhere and i don't think it's known as new york I, I know one of them no, is, new york took his okay, shit it might be dc one of them is still under review right but the the bar was like take his fuck you know like they the, the yeah, suggestion was clown. like no yeah so i'd say well, he's cooked he's not going to jail but he's no not, he's not he, he might be living with his son to until he dies. Right, but he also has enough money from the bullshit fiasco of a career that he's put on his book. And also, like, the funny thing is, CNN just made this new documentary. I don't know when they're putting it out. I'm not advertising for it because, honestly, I'm shitting on it. Like, fuck that documentary because the funny thing to me no, is it's called Giuliani. What happened to America's mayor? And it's like, he never was, motherfucker. And I hate to keep repeating shit that I've been saying over and over again, but people keep acting like he was this esteemed motherfucker and all he's ever done is ride the coattails of other people's accomplishments and then do racist fuck shit and act like that he he was at 9-11 Right, he was there. That's it. That's and I'm not even going to say he did. He was just there. there. He He was just there. He didn't die. Right, and that's probably because he was a 
fucking he called the coward app and was fucking hiding somewhere during all the fucking falling down. Right. And he came out. He's like, are all the buildings done falling? Okay, get me a camera now. Well, and Back. also, dude, a lot of fucking people made a lot of fucking sacrifices and made a lot of fucking decisions that were not him. And he didn't run in any fucking buildings. No. He, he didn't help a person across the fucking street. You no, know? he didn't do shit. And he just happened to be the mayor at the time and gave some speeches. But that's why he was America's mayor, because New York never loved him. No. Like, some people in New York... He, 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 they were he okay with him. New York. New York used to be fun before but that, And that's what I've heard from every walk of life in New York that I know. It was like, there's before Giuliani. There's pre and, and post. And then Bloomberg was even worse. But like, And I'm not a New Yorker, all, but I was a Bridge and Tunnel kid. And I can tell you, before Giuliani fucking took office, it was a lot of fun to be a Bridge and Tunnel kid. And uh, post Giuliani... It was not that fun. Um, but that has nothing to do with 9-11. But that being said, it's just, Giuliani is a guy who has taken a lot of credit for other people's accomplishments. And finally, he has hit the wall and humiliated himself in this way. We're like, that's all he was ever doing anyway. Like, he was, he, he was just a little fame sucker. Dude, and Mark Meadows, okay... Felony fucking voter fraud. Oh, talk fucking about people that are cooked. Fucking voter fraud. Yo, but that didn't even. Eastman. But nobody cared. Like, he. Meadows. It came up. Getting you know, cooked, dude. About, you know, like last year that during the during when he was working for Trump, him and his wife mm -hmm. bought a house in D.C. They fucking live in fucking Virginia. That's where they fucking have their house and mm -hmm. their cars and their mm -hmm. jobs and their fucking driver's license. Right. Once his wife had rented a trailer in North Carolina. And she still had the address to it. She didn't live there. She didn't rent it. It had been five years. She didn't go there. She didn't fucking live there. Him and his wife went into a fucking North Carolina, you know, voter, you know, whatever, elect electoral board. Mm -hmm. And they registered to vote at that fucking falsified address that they never lived at. And they said they lived there. It's a trailer that doesn't have a toilet in it. They were fucking so they're, they're, they 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 shit outdoors. These rich people who have a fucking mansion in Alexandria, right? And, and they it's an imaginary said, address. So he lied so he could vote right. in North Carolina. Yes, and say he was a North Carolina senator. Still, he's fucking not. And that's voter fraud. And it all got caught. It all happened. It came out. This happened. Nothing fucking happened. Not a charge. Nothing. Yeah. There's black dudes in Florida right now that are in jail because yeah, they got a letter Santa's saying thing, it yeah. was okay for you to go vote. They called. The guy said it's okay to vote. They, they were voting. giving. They were given the paperwork to say that they yeah, could vote. And, and they're and in the jail right now. And the state gives them that. And Mark Meadows fucking did it on purpose. Well, and not only not only that. There's so many. I mean, like it's like the Doctor Oz thing. Like you don't live in Pennsylvania. And it's apparently not voter fraud to run for office mm -hmm. in a place where you don't live. And that's the thing where but I, it's, I think it's... But it is voter fraud to vote once the state has giving, given you a license to do that. Now, and I think it's unfair that a rich person can do this, okay? But if you buy a house in that state mm -hmm. and then do the paperwork, 
have mm. your money move there. You're going to file taxes there next year. You get your license made at that house. Mm. You know, keep living in New York. If you're a rich person, I don't. Your, your primary address is up to you. As a rich person, if you don't have to work, then you don't have to be anywhere. So, Doctor Oz, can, I, I aspire to be that. Well, I'd say you know, if I had a home in Philadelphia, if mm-hmm. I lived in Pennsylvania, and then I got a TV show in New York, I might rent an, and I could afford it. I could rent an apartment up there, so I don't have to drive back every mm-hmm. day. You know, like that's yeah. you still live in Pennsylvania. That's cool. But Doctor Oz has the fucking money, and he was too fucking lazy. He kept his Jersey ID. All he had to do was spend one day on the computer filling out forms. And he could have, you know, like and that that's, doesn't sound so that's, like that's him. my thing is I think if you're rich enough to a lot of them are like, I don't want to buy a house in that state. What if I lose? You know, and they, that's and they, that's what they think, you know, and I'm like, well, you're fucking rich. Right, but also, you. why like, would they? Because it's never been a thing that they have to do. Like actual like labor intensive uh, things is remember, not something they have to do. We had one. There was one guy that was the state senator for a long time. I want to say. I don't think it was Burr, but it was one that he claimed Asheville. And right. He, and he had, like, his campaign office and his home were in Asheville, but then it turned out they were both, like, he owned the properties, but he was renting them out. Right. And one was, like, a person lived there, and there was, like, an inter- a guy at the door, like, is this the campaign office of Burr? But then it turned out that he owned some weird Russian bank, and then that's what got him out of office. Ooh, yeah. Now, uh, was it R- Richard? Richard Burr? It might have been Burr. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm just defaming random names I can put together. Aaron yeah, Burr. Let's, he yeah, got shot by Aaron Burr. Yeah, dropping tens. You know what I mean? Like, let's do it. Um, they, they should. Uh, modern politicians should duel more often. That would be fantastic. Beto and but also, all right. So as long as we're talking about the fake shit, like uh, what's the name? George Santos, who just got caught lying about everything. The college he went to, that he worked Two at colleges. Goldman Sachs. He, he didn't just lie about one. He, he was like, well, fuck it. Like, His entire education. Why not get a doctorate? You know, if you're already getting your, you know, if you're getting a doctorate, might as well get the master's. You might as well or, get a or PhD. Whatever way it is. Yeah. Like he lied about everything, and then now that he's and he wasn't Jewish, he was Jew- oh, Jewish. And what he said was, my grandparents escaped the, you know, the World War II, right? And they got out of that, and they got to Brazil. Right. And then records were like, oh, your grandparents got to Brazil in the twenties. Yeah. We got it right here. There's paperwork. He's like, oh. Uh, well, I'm Catholic, and I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jew-ish. Yeah. But even that, like... But technically... So, but once he's... Your grandma and mom are Jewish. He should have said, well, I'm racially Jewish. That, that's acceptable. That is 100% acceptable. Way, that's not my but question. That means he didn't even know that much about Judaism. Okay, but that's... Fuck him. He's lying about everything anyway. And em- I don't give a fuck embellishing, about Embellishing, sir. What, embellishing. What, what I'm curious about... Is that is there nothing that can disqualify you from office once you are actually voted in? Now, you know I, what I mean? Because it's it's a felony to lie on the on the forms for running to vote, right. like running to or vote whatever, applying to run whatever it is, whatever. He he. So if he lied on that, mm-hmm. there's an ethics investigation that's going to open for him, but it has to prove he actually committed a, a crime by doing it and the republicans are like but what? being voted into office under false auspices is not a crime i don't know they can't see your face right now if I would, only they could that was precious i would think what you the face you just made was precious like a voter <laughs> a voter or a group of voters should be able to bring suit against him <laughs> 
right, he but none of that's going to vote. But he's going to get seated, and uh, that's two years to be forgotten. Basically, he got two years for everybody to forget about this shit. Right, but what's crazy is that they only flipped the house by like some like four yeah. seats or something. Now, this once, even if they could take away his seat, that doesn't flip the house back. But it does seem worth noting that someone who lied about their college education, their career, their life experience, all this stuff got voted into office and there will be no repercussions. And he said he's gay and married to a man. But Gay, Jewish, not married, all the stuff. Not married to a man, but actually divorced a woman two years ago. But it's also super weird that, like, he thought he, that was a flex to win in a, a, with to win a Republican seat. But it did. Like, he was like, yo, I'm gay, I'm Jewish, I'm Republican, I'm lying, um... Maybe that was the thing. Maybe like, Republicans is like, yo, we already know he's lying. Like, if he's going to lie about all this stuff, I couldn't wait to vote for him. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that is exactly it. Steal these seats from all of these minority yeah. groups. And he said by embellishing is what he said. He embellished that he didn't work for Goldman Sachs. That's, that's he, a hard embellish. He worked for a company who used Goldman Sachs as their bank. You know what I'm saying? That's like saying if there's a Starbucks in the lobby, you know, of BlackRock. Right. And like, I worked at BlackRock. Work, you know, I've, I've been working for BlackRock for the last 20 years investing and, and making this coffee. Like, it's just, yeah. It's like, personally, I, I lie about my position with Moog by omission. Because I can just say, well, I work okay. at Moog. What do you do? Ooh, well, I signed the NDA, so I'm really not supposed to tell you. Can't tell you. And that would... You wouldn't think that, like, I'm basically the janitor. I can't, that wouldn't even occur I to you. can't tell you that I'm Mike Dean, but I can tell you that I signed the NDA. Um, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, I, I work at a company where I cold call people and I have a business card that says uh, sales manager. It's, it's not untrue. I do manage to sell some things sometimes. I, uh, I but it's, you know, I found I think sales manager is a bit of a stretch. I found the person that like puts the info into the payment, whatever, the site that we keep our hours on. And I was mm-hmm. like, I noticed mine says unskilled labor. Can you change that to, <laughs> to logistics manager? And she was like, <laughs> sure. Here, hold on. I was like, cool. Thanks. Come on. Now I'm a logistics manager. I'm like, I got to think of some other shit. All right. Fucking, uh, you want to close on logistics manager? Yeah. <laughs> can manage these logistics all day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, worst or nots, you have been rocking with the worst on behalf of Adam Strange, a.k.a. Toot Willis, Forrest Gums. Happy New Year, bitches. The Vice Count Dirty Finger. 2023 uh, is going to be a yeah. good one. Merry Christmas, because we missed it. Um, Happy Kwanzaa. But, you know, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all of it, we wish you the best. Uh, I am your host, uh, the Foul Mouth Jerk, Valio Iglesias, Punani DeFranco, the Archduke, the Peshmode, Von Luftballoons, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. You have been rocking with the worst because 
two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst. And this is the worst case scenario. And by the time you see us next, we'll be on season 14. 2022 out. Outraduski.